Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Amateur Footy Network Podcast. Today, we have Max, Max Kwitschoff. Uh, Max, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, my name is Max Kwitschoff. I am from Buffalo, New York. I played for Empire Academy uh, for most of my career, and I'm currently a sophomore at the University of Rhode Island, playing here as well. So, Max, did you always play DA, or did you ever play high school or anything like that? Well, um, freshman year, I played DA. I made the jump from uh, Global Premier Soccer GPS mm-hmm. to ADA. I thought it would get me some more exposure, which I thought going into high school was the main thing that I wanted. Um, sophomore year, I actually played high school for a year. So that was a little different. I played for Empire, um, not the academy, just like the club level. Um, and then obviously trained with the academy. So that that was good, but didn't get in many games. I only played a couple. But then I went back junior and senior year to play at the academy. Junior year COVID, so that one got cut a little short. But yeah. senior year was always with the academy. Okay, so um, how was your one year of high school experience compared to like DA? Um, honestly, couldn't be more opposite. Yeah. So my high school was decent. It was a private school. We we were okay. But the environment is just completely different. I mean, the attitude going into every single practicing game is couldn't be more opposite. For Empire, it was like almost like a job. Yeah. You know, like this is your your task of the day, and like you're gonna do this to the best of your efforts. But at high school, it kind of felt like you know some people were had that attitude. Um, but for the most part, it was just kind of like you know we're just here to like have fun and you know hopefully win some games. Yeah. But the, the environment at Empire was really, I guess, strict, but, like, really helpful in, in getting that, like, growing mindset and that, like, you know, good routine going. Yeah. So you would drive – what was Empire's practices, like, every day? Yeah. Yeah. Literally about – yeah, it was about an hour 15 each way. So I spent about um, one and a half times the amount of – Time spent playing soccer is in the car. So uh, that was brutal. And, you know, doing homework in the car on a rainy Wednesday night after having a terrible practice is not the main thing you want to do. Yeah. But, you know, it kind of taught me, you know, to just deal with deal with it. You know, um, in my opinion, it was a great decision. So uh, I wouldn't have changed it for a thing. Yeah. So that's uh it's a lot of driving it's a lot of driving it's a lot of driving gps had a team in buffalo that was gps buffalo and gps was uh kind of like i'd say similar aspect of da because like they had like regional national and stuff like that but what made you like did uh empire da coach come to you and be like hey you should come play for us or Literally kind of like that. I mean, he, I remember talking to him in a parking lot after one of my games, Lou Guilfoyle. Um, and he was like, if you want to go play to division one high level, you're going to need to come to empire because you will get seen by the most amount of coaches possible. And in my opinion, he was completely correct. I mean, I remember going to like the, the tournaments, the showcases is what they were called. Um, and there would literally be equal parts parents to scouts. I mean, and you're like a junior in high, like a junior in high school, and you're just overwhelmed. You just kind of look around, and you're like shaking almost because it's like kind of surreal. Yeah. So, um, 
what the DA coach said to you was pretty much true, but how did that affect with your recruiting process? Like, what did you do after they came to the games or before they came to the games to get your name more out there? Yeah, so Empire actually does a ton with, with in regards to that. Um, not only do they teach you, like, what I should be doing to contact coaches, but they're also contacting coaches constantly. I mean, they sent – I remember before we had those tournaments and before we would have, like, doubleheaders on weekends against, like, you know, New England Revolution, who obviously is a big name. Yeah. Um, they're sending out our, like, player info, our, a little paragraph about our backgrounds to every coach that's there. Yeah. So they do a lot, and then they tell us, you know, almost exactly what we should be emailing these coaches. So between those two things, it was, you know, fairly easy to get exposure. Yeah. So they helped you, and then you also just kind of – Yeah, yeah, you have to be super – I think you have to be super persistent with college coaches. I mean, they're getting – God knows how many emails a day. So the only way is just to, you know, keep emailing them and just, you know, be a pest almost. Yeah. So uh, overall, you ended up going to Rhode Island. What yeah. attracted you there? Or like, were you debating between a couple schools? Because you're from Buffalo. I mean, there's Niagara, Canisius, Bob. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's Rhode Island. <laughs> an eight hour drive. Yeah. Um. So obviously playing at Empire, we had a connection to Rhode Island. So I've been the third player in recent years to commit to Rhode Island. And Michael Tanky, obviously my coach at Empire, played at Rhode Island. So there was already kind of a connection established. And I had talked to my former teammates who are playing played here. Um, and they all loved it, only positive things to say. Um, I visited the school um right before COVID hit. So I had gotten a good feel for the campus, the area, kind of fell in love. Um, and then COVID happened. So, you know, I wasn't really sure, like, am I going to be seen by coaches in the next two years? Because yeah. it was just kind of everything was up in the air. So at that point, I had visited uh, Colgate, UNH, UVM, and URI. And those were kind of like the main four that I was looking to. And then I got an offer from URI. And at that point, it was like, so they gave me a deadline. And I was like, hypothetically, I could say no. And I guess search for, you know, something that I may find that's better for me. But it was kind of a risk I wasn't willing to take at that point because yeah. we were peak COVID. And it was like, I may never, I might not get seen by any more coaches in the next eight months. Yeah. So I took it and I honestly haven't regretted it at all. I love it here. So yeah, I think it's been great. So connections was a main point for you. Yeah, connections was huge. Talking to, um, I'm sure you know him, Zach Dreyer and Josh Cam. Yeah, they're also big influences on in my decision. They only had positive things to say, and they've both been, you know, kind of like a guiding figure for me. So it's been nice. So you get to Rhode Island. Did it live up to your expectations? Yeah, it did. It did. It really did. Um, playing at a Division One level is really difficult um but having them helped and everything off campus you know like school friends socially it's all been great so i can't complain about a thing yeah i mean if you can't complain you can't complain yeah, <laughs> yeah um, i like it. how would you say the team environment is compared to like empire because empire is very like family oriented and vitaly mentioned he went to Vermont because it was also family oriented. Mm -hmm. Hey, Rhode Island is too a little bit. 
Yeah, I think so. I don't think to the extent that Empire is, but I also don't think a lot of clubs are like that. Yeah. Um, but definitely. I mean, I'm kind of like you're you're with your teammates the entire day, all day, every day. I live with teammates. So yeah, it's definitely it definitely feels like a family. Especially when I'm this far away from home, you need something like that to kind of keep you grounded. Yeah. So how about the atmosphere at games? Do you guys get like a good turnout or depends on the game you know we've got some good in-state i mean like uh when we play providence it's always a big game we've had a couple thousand fans watch that game um yukon also you know near thousands um penn state was a really cool one playing at penn state they've got a big crowd really cool stadium so there's been some games some standout games where there will be you know a lot of people but for the most part not a ton yeah not a ton yeah, but, that's but just, if it's like a big game or, or or like in you know if we win this we win the A ten then there will be obviously a lot more people. Yeah, but if it's like a Wednesday night, you know, no, not not a ton of people coming. Yeah, but that's just kind of like unfortunately the culture of like yeah the of college soccer. soccer. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But when you do get those big games and a lot of fans, you really like appreciate you, it. You appreciate it so much more. You're like, this is why. I chose to play this sport. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. So I was looking at your guys' record. I mean, 500. It's pretty good. Decent. Decent. Our freshman year, we were better. Um, we had a bit of a weird season last year because we obviously started off super strong. We tied Penn State. Um, in preseason, we beat, we beat Franklin Pierce, who are the D2 national champs. Um, and then we, tied, we beat Hofstra at Hofstra, and they were ranked like 10th in the nation at that point. So started off really strong, and then it just kind of slowly went downwards. But, you know, some some tough losses, some, like, weird ties away from home, you know, like last-minute win, like last-minute goals against us. But that stuff happens, you know, it's soccer. So yeah. not everything's going to go our way. Hopefully we'll have a bit more positive season next year. So Yeah, and you always build off that. I mean, exactly. Like, I've noticed, like, just this past year at Canisius, it's like I think we tied – six games but every game's winnable like you can dominate yeah, all 90 minutes and then and lose yeah. yeah just get unfortunate yeah a corner kick and then boom season's done yeah that's the brutal part of soccer i mean especially at the collegiate level it's it's terrible yeah so mm. um Back to the Hofstra, they're ranked top 10 in the country, and you guys were at. Yeah, at Hofstra. So they had just, the year before, made an Elite Eight run in the NCAA tournament. So um, we were like, you know, this is going to be probably the hardest game of the year. Um, but we came in, honestly, it was kind of, they had more of the ball, more possession, but not much came of it. Um. I think we won 2-1 or 2 nothing. So, you know, things went our way that day. Yeah. It was yeah. a great team performance, and that that's one of the cooler games that I've had in the URI jersey. Yeah. And also, man, tying Penn State, that's a that's – a... Yeah, tying Penn State was huge. So, obviously, a name like Penn State, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be the hardest game I've ever played in. Um, They had just won – their conference last year, I believe, and they had like the conference player of the year. 
So we were like, oh, this is going to be a, a long game. But to be honest, I, they weren't at the level that I expected. And the game was fairly even. Um, and they scored with – they scored a couple minutes into the second half. One of our defenders, like, slipped on a ball over the top. And then we got a penalty with five minutes left to oh, wow. tie the game up. Yeah. Away at Penn State, that was, that was one of the best feelings I've had. Yeah. That's, those are great yeah. memories that you'll just have for the rest of your life, along with mm. the road trip back. Yeah, there's nothing like that. The, the vibe on the, on the uh, drive back is so incredible. Yeah. So fun. Everybody's just in a good mood. Yeah. Buses loud. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you guys have had you guys have similar experiences, but that's like one of my favorite parts. Yeah. So Rhode Island, you went for connections because you know some alumni you knew and everything. Mm-hmm. Did they also one like academically fit what you wanted to go for? Is that like also yeah. kind of like a defi- like a defining factor? Like Yeah, definitely. Um the academics were good. I originally came in as biology. I was planning on med school was my plan, but then about a semester and I was like, I really, this isn't really for me. Um, and now I have, uh, I'm majoring in economics currently. So looking to, obviously I'm a sophomore, so I'm probably going to add a minor or something, Yeah. but still a little bit unsure, but that's, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. yeah, it's a kind of had a bunch of different variations of why you chose Rhode Island, but it seems like they all have turned out well. Yeah, every, everything's turned out well, and I, I, I've had a great experience here for just about two years now. So, yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm more yeah. than happy. So, I mean, I, I was looking at, you know, I look at everyone's stats before I would do podcasts, being a yep. freshman and sophomore and getting the minutes that you've gotten is very impressive. So, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty like honored to to have gotten that many. So freshman year, obviously, I only got a couple starts, and then usually would get subbed on, you know, to finish out games. And then sophomore year, I got some more starts, uh, a lot more minutes. Um, started in some of those big games like Penn State. I started in, played ninety, so that was a huge game for me. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully I'll even build on that into next year, and hopefully, you know, if I can start every game, that'd be ideal in my world. Yeah. So put like uh Zach and um your other alumni aside, what made you attracted to the program? Like was it the coaching staff? Was it like you liked what they were saying to you? They really had confidence in you as a person and a player? Like Yeah, I think it was they definitely had confidence in me and they kinda guided me. They were like, you know, first first year it's gonna be difficult. You know, I came in as a seventeen year old, so I was super young. Yeah. Um, late birthday October <laughs> so it was like you know you're gonna like you're gonna struggle for a little bit and they were right um obviously I'm used to playing at Empire I'm used to being playing 90 every single game yeah. without a doubt so when I came in and it was like you know not that um they kind of kept me grounded you know said we have confidence in you you're doing well it's just if it's a 17 year old and a 23 year old who's played collegiate soccer for five years then they're probably gonna pick that guy yeah um, and the, obviously I love the team. They've all been nothing but great to me. So I think it's a great environment for me to grow in. Yeah. Yeah. Having a coach that's confident in you 
And obviously, you know, like going from playing high school or wherever, DA mm-hmm. and playing 90 is a, it's, it's kind of like a reality check because a big I time. Mean, big time. Kids, like my freshman year, there's two kids on the team that were like 23. Like, yeah. And then I mean, they still had two years of eligibility left. Yeah, it's insane. Only one of them chose to play like another two years, but it's like crazy because with college sports, there is like no like such limit. a yeah, variability. It's insane. And then you get like Europeans that you know played. Um, yeah, literally we'll be playing like for professional clubs. I mean, we have a couple players on our team that like we one player that played for Atletico Madrid in Spain. Yeah. They play for Frankfurt in Germany. It's like, it, and I've just played for Empire. It's like, there's, <laughs> there's levels. There's levels. It's it's levels, but it's also really good as a player development to like watch. Like, yeah. And now first, we're we ended up at the same place. So yeah, there's something my to be first said. First semester at Canisius, uh, this midfield he played a glide back in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Man defending him was the hardest thing i've ever yeah because <laughs> he can just turn on a dot yeah it's but insane it helps me like understand like okay like this is the level i have to get to so yeah you know it gives you something it gives you a basis yeah and it's um it's really incredible to see like just like the your level just rises as you play with better and against yeah. better 100 100 i've felt like i've grown as a player in the past in the past two years exponentially you know playing with kids that are not only older but also just as talented if not more talented helps you as a player a ton yeah and you also gotta like i think the big thing is is like take advice like you can't have too much pride yeah 100 you You gotta get humbled a little bit you know yeah i mean you as a person you know what you're capable of and you know like who you are but you also have to be like uh just an open book to like learn yeah Take yeah, notes 100%, and everything. 100%. Which that's why I personally, I love like playing college soccer is because like you can either teach someone something and mm-hmm. also the same day learn like something incredible. Learn something. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, So my last question will be just if say like a high schooler or someone in the DA is watching this podcast, listening to it, mm-hmm. um, what advice would you have for them to take into consideration to like picking their college? Yeah. Um, I would definitely say, look at all aspects of the college, you know, look at the location, look at what's around the college. Cause I've heard, I personally know people who are like, Oh, I committed to this school. Well, and then they go there and they're like, this is not what I expected at all. Yeah. And then they're transferring out after a semester. So Definitely go beyond just soccer, you know, look at everything, look at their academics, look at the, the culture of the school um, and see if that fits you. Because obviously you're not just a soccer player, you're a student also. Yeah. Um, But on the soccer side, look at the team, um, ask players on the team. I think that's huge. I was able to talk to obviously a couple of players that are involved in the team before I committed. So that was awesome. Um, and with college coaches, again, just like be persistent. That's my best thing. That's my best advice. Uh, they're they're busy, but you know, if you have the talent, then they'll notice. So yeah. be persistent. Yeah. Well, thanks, Max, for doing this. Um, you're only a sophomore. You got two years left. I know you guys are gonna have a great yep. season next year. Um, might see you this summer. 
Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. Of course. Thank you.